Happy Easter. It's really a great day to be welcoming you. Please be seated. We had a wonderful time on Good Friday evening as we remembered together the death of Jesus and all that he won for us there, new life, a way to the Father, a promise of eternity, the transformation of an old life for new. And of course, today we celebrate Resurrection Sunday. Jesus was only in the tomb a very short time. Within three days, Jesus had burst forth from the grave. And here on this day, as we remember that momentous event, surely no greater event in all of history. As we remember that momentous event, we today celebrate that truth. And today, we embrace the new life. The new life that Jesus makes possible for us by his death and resurrection that means that the Holy Spirit comes to live within us. God, by his Spirit, comes to live within us. And the transformation begins. The transformation that is spoken about by, by Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. He, he speaks about a veil being over the eyes of people so that they're not able to see. And then he says this, But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the Spirit. And wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us who have had the veil removed can see the ref- and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. We are being changed, we are being transformed, and it's a progressive reality in our lives. But how, how do you explain that? And especially, how do you explain that to children? It's a kind of complex thing, isn't it? Well, I've been thinking about that over the years and have shared with adult congregations for much of my adult life and have been a preacher and a teacher in the church. But it was with the birth of my grandchildren that I began to think, how can we make this more understandable to little minds and little hearts? And so I wrote a book, and, um, and the book is the book that I'm going to read to you this morning. But I'm going to need some help. Um, it's, a, it's a parable. It's a parable written for all ages, but, but I really would love the help of the children this morning, and I realize it's a long walk for you children who are up in the gallery up there, and um, it may be that you'll need an adult to escort you. We don't want anyone kind of tumbling on any places or stairs or anything like that, so we would, uh, I'd love it if, you, um, if you're under the age of, say, 12. Sorry. <laughs> There's a guy here at the front, he's 45, and he was hoping. If you're under the age of 12... Then, um, then could you come and join me up here? 
and uh, we'll, we'll just do this story together. Come on, come and join me up here. I'll get myself seated. Hi. I'll get myself seated. I like all these Easter dresses. They're very nice. I got, I got Easter egg colors out today because I thought that that was appropriate. I think if we sit down, if we sit down around the chair, that'd be great. That's great. Nice to see you all. Very good. Wow, we got lots of you, haven't we? There's lots and lots of you. You might have to sneak up a bit closer. Hey, there we go. That's great. Okay, so this story, I'm a little nervous of the ones who are behind me. <laughs> a little nervous. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to read this story, and it's a story about a little pig who becomes a little sheep. It's the story, here it is, look. It's the story of the little pig who became a little sheep. Now, here's the thing. When you watch the pictures up there and you listen to me reading it here, there's an extra little character in the story who I don't mention, but you can see him if you look very carefully, and he looks a little bit like, like this. You seen him? Can you see him already? Okay, well, on almost every picture, on almost every picture, you get to see him, okay? And I want you, I don't want you to shout out, but I want you to be looking for him, okay? Because at the end, I've got some little questions, and who knows? If you get them right, you may get a little ducky of your own. How about that? All right. So here's the story of the little pig who became a little sheep. Little pig loved being a little pig. Sorry, I didn't mean to bang your head. <laughs> he loved living in the grand pigsty. He loved racing in the wagon races with his friends. He really loved eating gross, gooey stuff called slops. But most of all, he loved playing in the mud. Life was never better than he was covered in mud from foot to snout with a tummy full of slops. One day, Little Pig was enjoying another day of wagon racing and mud rolling when he noticed a shepherd walking through the farmyard. The shepherd was leading his sheep toward the pasture. As he watched them, he wondered what it would be like to be a little sheep, free to eat the grass with a nice fluffy coat to keep him warm during the coldest of nights. But of course, he was a little pig, and he loved being a little pig, so he put the thought out of his mind. Day after day, the shepherd and his sheep came by. And little pig wondered about it some more. Before long, his wondering became a longing. He wanted to be a little sheep. But of course, he was a little pig. And little pigs could never become little sheep. One day, the strangest thing happened. The shepherd came over to the grand pigsty, looked over the fence and said, Hello, little pig. And little pig said, which in pigly language means, hello, shepherd. And the shepherd seemed to understand. The shepherd looked at him with kind eyes. Little pig, 
Would you like to become one of my own, a little sheep? Yes, please, shepherd, said little pig. The shepherd explained that he would have to do an operation and give him the heart of a sheep. Little pig nodded and said that he understood. The shepherd did the operation and led the little pig out of the grand pigsty to join the flock. Little pig was free to run across the green hills that had called to him every day. But all was within reach of the kind shepherd. He ate the grass and didn't even miss his beloved gooey slops. He loved listening to the shepherd talk and sing to them all to sleep at night. He even loved the other sheep and taught them how to race wagons. And one more times than not. One day, little pig asked the shepherd about his new heart. The shepherd explained that because he now had the heart of a sheep, things would begin to change from the inside out. His little piggly hide would grow tufts of wool, and in time, he'd look a lot less like a little pig and a lot more like a little sheep. And that's exactly what happened. Look. Oh, no. He's even needing to use a hairdryer. Look. And even the little duck has got a woolly hat. Well, one afternoon, the little piggly sheep was walking through the farmyard with all his new woolly friends, following the shepherd, when his old piggly friends noticed him and called out, Oi, little pig, what are you doing with that lot? You see, the pigs were from a city called London, and they had very strange accents. The little piggly sheep tried to ignore them at first, but they shouted louder than before, Little pig, why don't you come over here where you belong? Tonight, we're going to have a great big party in the grand pigsty. We're going to roll around in the mud. We're going to have the best slops. We're going to race the wagons. It's going to be marvellous. Blooming marvellous. The little piggly sheep decided to ignore them. But that night, as he lay in the pasture with the other sheep, he could hear the sounds of fun and music and excitement. So he decided that he would go to the pigsty, to the pigsty party, to see his piggly friends just once more. And so in the darkness, he squeezed through the open gate and snuck back to the grand pigsty. He had fun for a while, but soon the mud made his fluffy wool stick to his skin. The other pigs cheated in the wagon race, and the slops, even the best slops, just didn't taste like they used to. Look at him now in the big barrel. Oh. The next morning, when he woke up in the pigsty, he felt terrible. His mouth tasted like gooey garbage, and the mud had dried in his wool, making it feel so heavy, he wondered if he could walk. He thought to himself, I'm just a little pig again. I probably can't ever go back. Just as he was thinking these sad thoughts, the shepherd peeked over the fence and said, Little sheep, what are you doing in there? 
That isn't where you belong now. Little sheep looked up at the shepherd and said, which means, I'm very sorry, shepherd. I made a really bad decision. The shepherd looked at him and said, don't worry, little one. I know. But you can always make a good decision after a bad one, right? Come home with me. Little sheep went back to the pasture where the shepherd washed the mud from his white coat and he felt ten times lighter. He was free, glad to be away from the grand pigsty that's marking his little cheating piggly friends because here with his woolly friends under the gaze of the kind shepherd was where he belonged and where he would stay forever. The end. There it is. There it is. So when Finley was born, I started thinking about the book. And then Jackson, and then Penny, and then Bethany. And I thought, I better, I better write it. And so Noah's going to get to read this, or I'll read it to him. And I thought I'd read it to you. So here's the question today. Here's the question today. I like your little bunny, by the way. That's lovely. Here's the question today. Give me an example of a bad decision that you could make a good decision, turn into a good decision. You put your hand up first. A bad decision that you could turn into a good decision. Give me a good example of that. Like when you're in school and you are being bad and you move down to yellow, you start being good and you move back up to green. I love that. So, okay, so you're in school and you've been bad and you move down to yellow. And then if you start being good, you move back up to red? No, green. To green. Oh, because it's green, yellow, and then you get the red and that's really bad, is it? Okay. That's really good. So that's a great example, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good example. Okay. All right. Well, that's great. So you definitely get one of the rubber duckies. One of the rubber duckies. There you go. Oh, I say, very nice. Okay, so who else has got a good example of a, of a, of a decision? Yeah, you definitely were very keen to tell me a good example. So can you give me, uh, in a minute, hang on a second, I'll get to the in a second, go on. Um, if you steal someone's pencil in school, you could give it back to them. Okay, so if you steal someone's pencil at school, you could give it back to them. That would be a good decision, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think that's good. That's good. That's good, so... So what about this young fella back right behind me who was so keen to wave his hand in front of my face? <laughs> Did you have an idea about a bad decision that could become a good decision? Yeah. Okay, go and tell me it then. I can make if one you of don't, If you don't want to share, oh. and if you change your mind, yeah. you have to. Okay. So if you don't want to share, and then you change your mind, and then you kind of have to, don't you? <laughs> Yeah, very good. All right. Okay, kids, I'm afraid that's it. But it's been great sharing this time with you. Maybe you can go back to your seats now. Maybe the parents can help them do that. Is that okay? Round of applause for the young people, please. Great job. Great job. Well done. Careful, don't jump down there. You might hurt yourself. Use the stairs. Use the stairs. That's right. <laughs> okay. So, the story of the little pig who became a little sheep, the story of each one of us 
who has become a follower of Jesus. The shepherd has called to us and we've heard our name and Jesus has changed us from the inside out. We're now a different person. But the transformation, of course, from the first day that we believe continues to the day that we see him face to face. That is the story, that is the journey, that is the adventure of faith. And it's true both for children as it is for adults. And the truth is, of course, that all of us face challenges. All of us face temptations. All of us face difficulties in that journey. And sometimes we veer off from the path of following Jesus and find ourselves following our own ideas. We find ourselves tempted to go back to old ways that are not really the ways of the new life. And so this morning, this morning, the question for each one of us is this. Have we begun the journey in the first place? Have we begun the journey in the first place? You see, you can't change your life in your own strength. Only God can do that. And the resurrection power of Jesus is needed to make the transformation. And so if you've never made that step, then this morning is a morning of special note for you. Because this morning is a morning when you can make that step and begin that adventure and that faith. For others of us, it is a reminder that yes, we've come to know Jesus. Yes, he's filled us with his spirit. Yes, we've begun the journey. But today may well be a day of recommitment. Maybe it's been a tough week for you. Maybe it's been a tough month, a tough year. Maybe you've found it difficult to stay on the path knowing and hearing the voice of the shepherd. And so today may be a day of recommitment. I'm going to pray for us now. And I'm going to pray for all of us. And I'm going to remain standing as a, as a sign to you that for me today is a day of recommitment. This is something that each of us can do. But if today is a day for you to begin the commitment or is a day when you recommit, then stand with me as I pray. Stand with me now. Lord Jesus, we thank you that because of the cross, the penalty of sin is paid. The enemies of our life have been defeated and we have a door open to heaven. And we thank you, Lord, that this is not pie in the sky when we die, but this is a life that is now lived in resurrection life. We thank you, Lord, that today you can move in us. Today you can grow in us. Today you can continue the transformation. And so, Lord, today we pray for each one who is making the commitment for the first time.
and for each one of us, Lord, who is making a recommitment today. And we want to say, Lord Jesus, thank you that you made it possible for us to embrace this adventure, to join you in this journey. And we thank you that, Lord, it's by your spirit that all these things are possible. And all God's people said, Amen. God bless you today.